Hi everybody. I am here with my hubby Matt, who I have literally twisted his arm into telling you some of his <clears> stories. Yeah. Um Matt has got a lot of encounters actually, things that have happened to him a lot in life, and I'm not sure which one of us actually has more stories, but he's got a lot. So I'm gonna have to coax him a little bit to tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to <laughs> tell you, or um, I'm gonna have to remind him which stories I want him to tell you about to start. So the first one I would like you to start with is drum roll. What was the one we were talking about initially? Oh, what the the recording in my mother's yeah, basement. Yes, the recording in his mother's basement. I want that one. Um, tell the listeners. About okay. that recording. Well, uh, um, uh, it's about like 95, 96. I'm, I'm about 18 or so. Um, uh, had an, uh, a younger brother. I still have a younger brother. He was 12 years younger than me. So he was like, you know, six, seven years of age. So he's just a little dude running around. And uh, I was pretty active with him. And I had uh, one of those old cassette uh, recorders, you know, like the G-Shock, whatever the heck they were called. And um, for a while there, I was kind of obsessed with it. It was like, like one of the Walkmans and it had a recording feature and, you know, got some, you know, blank cassettes from Radio Shack and I would make recordings of myself and, you know, with a, with a good amount of, you know, of static in, in front of it. And I would hide the recorder somewhere so that when it, you would hear my voice, my younger brother would go to it and I wasn't there. <laughs> and then I would pop out and scare him from some other road. Because he's evil. No, I, I had a lot of fun with my with my younger Both brother. Both of his brothers, yeah. actually. Well, my, my older brother, he was eight years older than me. So my mom had a, a way of spacing us out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, the, the, those are other stories with my older brother. But I will add, though, he did he did give his older brother an ulcer because he scared him so much. He would drop out of trees and all kinds of horrible well, stuff. Well, you got to understand something is that when he was, like, when I was eight, he would have been 16. So all I had as, as a weapon was psychological torture. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my torture was basically scaring my older brother, who at the time, uh, this is in the 80s, he was scared to death of Chucky. And, and he would always call me, you know, that whatever that Chucky doll's name was, like Tommy Boy or whatever the heck it was. And there were many times that I would be under his bed for hours or hiding in, 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 in his one room. He had this rack that he would dry his clothes on after he did laundry. We didn't have a dryer. So he had one of those pull out uh, accordion uh like drying racks for clothes and I was a small kid so I could hide inside of there and the one the one time he pulled off like a piece of his underwear and my face was right there and that is so awful Chucky and 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 my older brother had like a psychic break that day yeah because he had like a double scare like he went ah and then looked at me again and looked at me and then went ah again painted your face even went oh my god he went nuts and then he started repeatedly hitting me inside of this rack i couldn't get out of it so now i'm like rolling around inside the rack trying to move i i I probably broke it who knows but i I finally got the heck out of there as he's like whipping me with Mm -hmm. hangers and stuff but 
It's okay, guys. I get him back now. I hide in the shower sometimes. Yeah, you I do. close the shower curtain when he comes home. Whenever from work, the it's all black. Whenever the shower curtain's closed, I always think you're yeah. inside. But I have had there was a couple good ones when they were inside the door. I'll hide. It's like always pitch black, or I'll get on the floor and I'll and grab his ankle right, yeah. when he's going by. So I get it back. Okay, so go go ahead with, okay, the, with okay. the recorder story. Well, okay, um, recording. Uh, we were, I was in my mother's house. Uh, we would run around. It had almost like an, like an island set upstairs. And then you could run around for a bit. And then you could, you know, kind of dart down into the basement. And the basement was all finished. It was nice. It was carpeted and stuff. So if you went down fast enough, you really couldn't be heard that you went down these basement steps because it was carpeted. So I'm, I'm trying to run around. I'm trying to get some distance between me and my little brother. And I'm recording this whole thing because I thought it was hilarious because we would listen to it later on. And we would get, both get a chuckle. Well, anyway, I go darting down the stairs and I fall down the stairs. I mean, bad. Like I just went. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> so now I, my younger brother obviously heard that. I'm like, Jesus, you know, so I, I kind of dart into the main part of the basement. And then there was this like nice like bar area. It was like a nice like high counter, had chairs and stuff. But you could like duck behind it to hide. So uh, the lights are off. I didn't turn the lights on because, you know, you want to deter the little person from going down into the cellar. And the best way to do it is leave it dark. And the basement was black. I mean, basically the windows were blacked out. I mean, it was a dark area down there. So I get down in there. I dart in. I still got the recorder on. Right. So the light goes on. Little footsteps come down the steps. Okay. I'm, you know, holding my breath, you know, not making any noise. Finally, I, I, I jump out, scare my little brother. Okay, we have a little giggle, we go up the steps, and we're kind of reviewing the tape, you know, we're sitting in the living room, you know, on the carpet, and, you know, he's got his trucks and stuff, which he used to, you know, dig when he was little, little, like, I think they're like little tots, I forgot what the mm -hmm. brand was, but he, he had almost everything you wanted to have as a kid, so we're sitting there, and I'm going over the recording, and, and you, you hear us running around the house, you hear me fall down the stairs and cuss, mm -hmm. you hear me dive behind the, uh, the, uh, the bar area and on the recording just clear as day you hear in this in this like gurgled kind of like like dark voice you hear nice trip and i just kept rewinding this playing it again and, and you hear the silence of me hiding then you, then you hear nice trip then you, you need the silence again and then you hear me scare my little brother mm -hmm. and we listened to that for years and i, I think my younger brother still has the tape because he got into uh, yeah well with the same thing with the EVPs that we picked up at Euclid yeah with with the name James yeah we and, picked up some we were doing you know, the get out we and got stuff into the and, ghost box for a while we started doing that yeah. to see if we could pick up anything. and 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 Kevin mm -hmm. that's the name of my younger brother he had he has all these audio programs and filters mm -hmm. and he was able to actually isolate those EVPs mm -hmm. which that was what it was in '95 but nobody was doing that stuff. You know, yeah, then. he's gotten and he got into sound equipment and stuff, yeah. so he could he could isolate stuff really well. But but pulling out, it was clear as day. Like somebody was right next to me saying "nice trip." I mean, it was it was the and most real bizarre. demonic type. But voice. That, that but that basement also was was an interesting basement. Well, he had a, the basement. He it was all redone. It was beautiful because that's when we started dating. We would stay down there, and it was like his own apartment, really. And his brother Kevin also used it as his room when Matt left yeah. and he had um, sleep paralysis stuff going yes. on down there. Yes. And then there was a time when you had an encounter, almost like an alien type of encounter. Well, well yeah, to put like, to put some context to that is that I got, I got real 
like real deep into like like the movies like Communion and mm-hmm. Fire in the Sky, and I, I was reading books, uh, uh, Carlos Castaneda, like Dreamscaping and Shamanism, mm-hmm. and uh, getting into cybernetics and biofeedback and you know doing just different meditation things where you're you're lowering your body temperature or lowering your heart rate. And, uh, uh, there were, there were many moments where I would just, I would just meditate in a completely dark room with your eyes open. Mm -hmm. And, and all of a sudden there are times where the room almost becomes illuminated, even though you're in the room dark Mm -hmm. and you're staring into blackness, Mm -hmm. your mind starts to get, I mean, it's almost like that isolation therapy stuff where those dudes go in those, those chambers. And they float in that that salt water, that that high saline solution, mm-hmm. to where their body is basically floating in the water, and it's right. it's a completely isolated chamber. Right. You you can't hear any sound, and and you get to a point where you start hearing your blood flow, because you're and because you're you're I don't know if you're over over stimulating your senses or under stimulating. I don't know what it is, but in that basement, mm-hmm. I, I I got into at the same time like like the doom video game came out and i was obsessed with that first person shooter mm-hmm. and i don't know if i overdid my senses with that cuz i started having these dreams of these like like furry skeleton beings that were coming through a portal mm-hmm. and ironically the energy in that basement over by the boiler area almost like like the it movie mm-hmm. over by the boiler and the oil tank and the water heater there was always like this, like this ominous, like you, when you, when you went from one half of the basement that was all completely finished to the other half where like the, the bathroom was, yeah. that wasn't quite as finished. So it kind of gave you like a, like a different environment when, yeah. when you left one environment to go to the other, right. you always would stare down into that, that abyss yeah. where all the, all the, you know, the furnace and the boiler. Yeah. And, and, and in my dream, I always had this portal pop out you know, kind of similar to like a doom style thing. And then this furry skeleton being that was all twitchy and stuff, making these weird like noises would Mm -hmm. come out and they were, and, and in my dream, I knew they were trying to get me into that portal. So I started getting into like the communion, like I said, and, and, and the almond shaped eyes. And I was fascinated that globally, you know, millions of people, you know, recounting, you know, almost verbatim the same exact you know, experience mm-hmm. of, of like that sleep paralysis or mm-hmm. being immobilized and then, and then a floating sensation or, or a weightlessness. And then, and then having just those ominous eyes, you know, just peering through them. It just, it, it just, it, it, it kind of got to this weird thing where I, it, it just, I don't know. It, 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 that image just kept just popping up in my head at that time. And uh, there was a, <laughs> there was this, this night where I'm alone in the basement and I'm watching TV. And the interesting thing about that basement is that there were doors everywhere. Like you had that knotty pine and then there were, yeah. there was like four doors yeah. that you could exit from this, from this room. And I've always been a person that I close everything. I don't like open doors mm-hmm. because it always gives you that idea that something's looking into you that you can't see mm-hmm. because they're, they're, they're shielded in the darkness, you know, and, and, in my opinion, you know, darkness breeds stuff. I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why we're afraid of it. There's yeah. a reason why we have a healthy, you know, apprehension of, of, of the dark, mm-hmm. you know, is because there's, there's power in that darkness right. uh, that, that is beyond our ability to contend with, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I, I don't, I don't 
and, and in my opinion, you know, you can pray, you can have charms, you can, you know, you can, you know, try to do spiritual wards and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason why we sleep at night and we're around during the day doing yeah. stuff because our, our power base is in the light. And we, we absolutely know that there's something in the darkness. Right. I mean, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and those yeah. tales and those, 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 those stories and all that, you know, they're handed down from generation to generation since we've been, mm -hmm. you know, conscious as, as beings. A lot of entities come out at night. Right. And, so. and, 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 and the thing is, is that I've gotten to a point now where th there's truth in all of those stories. Yeah. You know, uh, like, like I, I, I believe our, our imagination and, and the concepts that we create can only go so far. Right. At some point, people saw these things or, or felt these things or, or experienced these things. Right. Otherwise, because, I mean, we're, we're very visual and, 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 and pretty concrete people. You know, yeah, we have imagination and such, but it, it, I think it originated from somewhere. Right. Like, 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 the, age, like the age of and magic. It's being and proven the, now yeah. with all the sightings and experiences that people have had. It's being, it's being proven. Right. But, but, I, but that yeah. night, um, I had a door that was open. And it happened to be a door that was behind me because of the way the, the, the basement was set up. I had the couch and then over my left shoulder, there was a mm -hmm. door maybe about, I'd say maybe 30 feet away mm -hmm. and the door was open. And, and it, it kept bothering me that the door was open and I was watching probably something on the supernatural because I was also a kid in the 80s that had all the uh, mysteries of the unknown time life series books. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to be a parapsychologist. I was, I was fascinated with like sea serpents and, 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 you know, just some of the entities that, you know, just like different lore of cultures, mm -hmm. like even with the sleep paralysis and, and the succubus and, and the, you know, the, the witch woman that would, that would come the hag, the hag, the yeah, hag yeah, that would come and, and kind of rest at the edge of your bed yeah and try to draw energy from you or like, like cats that would like suck the life out of babies and stuff mm -hmm. like, like all these different lures is like, you know, you know, the, 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 you understand like the Cheshire cat is based on that, you, you know, know, that's that, odd. That's what Chandler saw with me. Was, Do you remember what she told yes. us? She saw when I was going through all that fatigue, she said she saw a cat. And I caught a glimpse of it out of the her peripheral, and then she she really saw a good sighting of it a couple of different times with me. It was like something was attached to me that was feline. Yeah. It was like demonic. It was beautiful, oh. and it was big, but it it was like sitting with me all the time, and I was so weak. And I and, was so weak. And, and that entity, if if you research the cat, okay, th that that is. Uh, you know, with how stealthy and cloaked, mm -hmm. you know, the, the feline is they're, they're, they're an energy sucker. Like they, well, they, they will, cause it worked. They, they, and, and, and so where does those stories come from? They right. have to come from somewhere. Yeah. You know, people have experienced it's too many, stuff. It's too many cultures all over the world. People that don't even communicate with each other, all describing well, well, the well, same thing. I, I think it's not. It, it can't be. It, it just. It's not made up. Well, yeah, but we, we have a natural sense to protect ourselves, and you don't want to. You don't want to like mark yourself as as bananas by mm -hmm. telling closest people to you that you're having these experiences and even if they are having these well, we tell people too and they just they just laugh they just dismiss yeah, it they they're just like nuts. oh whatever you know yeah. and and i also believe that you know most individuals are not sensitive you know mm -hmm. because they 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 haven't allowed themselves you know you know mm -hmm. i know now we have this whole woke you know society and all that stuff which is on a different it's on a different 
you know, well, awareness. It's coming, it's coming back. Right. It's coming but, back to but us. But I, I think the, the idea of, of, you know, not not a grander but but like the veil whatever it is or wherever we are in our species you know like i believe that it's almost like a fourth wave i've told you before Mm -hmm. about the the different waves of man yeah the first wave was agricultural the second was industrial the third was technological and the fourth is spiritual right and once we understand the 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 energy and the strength of consciousness Mm -hmm. like people talk about the speed of light well what about the speed of consciousness like if you could, if you could just visualize or, or imagine or, or have a mind's eye of where you want to be, you could be there That's instantaneously. They say. People have had near death experience of it. instantaneously. Yeah. So, so the whole thing with like quantum entanglement, mm-hmm. when you have two, you know, two particles that are, that are intertwined, mm-hmm. they're entangled is that when one, let's say you have negative and positive, if one goes negative, the other one will go negative. If one goes positive, the other one. so if you were able to take these two particles and separate them by vast distances, mm-hmm. they would simultaneously change together, mm-hmm. and you might be trillions of miles away from one another. Yeah. So how is that possible? It's almost like a, a weird, you know, it, it, it's 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 the power of consciousness right. that if you consciously, because like that that to me is the fifth power. It's consciousness, but getting back to the, the well, what I was saying about the near death experiences, they've had people that have had them and they said that when they were in heaven, um, they said they would think they would look up at a mountain and say, boy, I wish I was up there. And all of a sudden, boom, they were there. Right. Right. So that's, 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 I think that's how they travel. Right. It's a speed of thought. Right. It's, 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 it's a speed, speed of thought. consciousness. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and the power that's, that's in our skull, you know, that the, the, the untapped, I mean, it's, it's like, I know they say we only use a few percent of our brain power. That's bull crap. Well, we what, that's what they say. Yeah. But I don't right. know who they is. I would say, right. who is they? they? Yeah. You know, who's they? Right. But, <laughs> but there, there are other, there are other aspects of, of our, of our mental states like mm-hmm. theta, beta, alpha mm-hmm. that, that if, if you're able to, I mean, monks and, and dudes like that in Tibet and some of those, you know, they have done stuff with their bodies, like, uh, being completely naked you know, sitting in the, the Himalayas mm-hmm. in snow, melting the snow, mm-hmm. you know, and their body temperature is well over a hundred degrees mm-hmm. and they're naked sitting in, in it, it's like negative. It's like with the windshield on the right. mountaintop is like negative 30. And these mother, these dudes are completely naked, melting snow, sitting Indian style and steam is just rising off of their naked bodies. Yep. And it's because they put themselves somehow in some kind of mental state that, that they're now irradiating so much heat that they don't even need clothing or mm-hmm. need food or need water. Which means we could probably heal ourselves exactly. of everything that of we, everything. of everything, of everything. Is it, is it everything that, that, that we are or that we do or that we, is basically a projection of our mind. Right. We project whether we're healthy or we project whether we're ill. Right. Okay. We project whether we're strong, whether we're weak and whether we're confident. Okay. That's, that's us. And, 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 and the surrounding, uh, the surrounding entities that, that need to keep people, you know, within a certain order, they promote, okay. You not projecting your higher self. Yeah, absolutely. They want to keep us asleep weak and just, well, you know, what the thing is, is it, is it, is that if you start to, if you start to promote strength, you know, the the higher ups will feel, well, who's going to pick up the trash, right? 
who's going to fix the roads they've because, enslaved us because because if you now are enlightened you may feel that you won't want to do those right, jobs right but i believe just the opposite if you if you empower everyone then everyone will take care of their trash everyone will fix the road everyone will plant the tree yeah do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the, 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 there, there or at least know how. There won't be like this this segregated class system where only certain people are the doctors. Oh, that's only a game. Only certain to them. people, you know. They love to see that, though. right? You know, people that feel superior. I mean, I've watched even when I watch the things on the royals and stuff. I just, I just think, how do we as a society? you know, elevate another human being above ourselves. I don't understand that. How do we do it and why do we do it? I mean, I mean, why are people so enamored with people and and, and the celebrity and the royals and why are like, why do we do this? Now, 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 sometimes I I can understand that when it comes to to sports or to to certain accolades, like if someone Mm -hmm. climbed a mountain or if someone's a heavyweight champion of the world. Something they or, accomplished. Or like, right. like, like through an accomplishments, accomplishment. right. like they're an explorer or they, they've hit 3,000, you know, whatever, or they, they, they hit yeah. 600 home. Then you give them a hand like, clap. Right. You know? Right. Like, like, but, like, I mean, but, but, but you don't adore them to the point where you're, you're crying and throwing your underwear on stage. Like I, like some of that stuff, I don't get. It's insanity. It, it, I'm like, people have literally, like we have been conditioned that this is what we're supposed to do. Correct. And we we're, we've been conditioned to really, you know, admire, almost worship, well, the, idolize. But now, but it's now, idolization. But now, imagine with that, what you were just saying about like, like a mass mentality. Mm-hmm. What if, what if there, what if there are um, individuals that are put in certain positions to drive that mass mentality, almost like they have agents that are within concerts or agents within I'm sure of it. That will all yeah. of a sudden be like, Get them, yeah. And then everyone else around is all Starts like, yeah, it, "Yeah, get them, yeah." So, so like even even with that, with the, the trying to dumb down people, they also have planted individuals in certain aspects mm-hmm. that that like 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 I I thought this the other day shopping that what if two or three people in this in this shopping center are actual plants mm-hmm. that, that that they're supposed to meander around with all kinds of things in their cars just getting in your way and wow. they don't actually shop their yeah. their job is to just be there just to mess with you I don't know. Or, or, or or just to create you know certain obstacles right that that's their function right and then at the end of the day they just put everything back in their cart and go back to, and that's their nothing would shock that's anymore. what i mean yeah. and, and that's how crazy that that our our almost awareness has gotten to where people because there's nothing to trust anymore so, I mean, people believe we live in a, in, in a computer simulation. You know, people believe this, people believe that. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it, it's gotten to a point now where it's it's like, um, I, I, and, and like the chaos is, is so palpable and so thick that, that the higher ups must be just, just oh, laughing their butts it. off. Because, because, because the entertainment because, that's going on down here but must thing, be incredible. But here's the thing is that them. they can now do anything they want to mm-hmm. do, go anywhere they want to go oh, with yeah. society. And there's, there's no rhyme or reason and you don't know what to trust or mistrust. No. So th- they could have, it's all smoke and mirrors. And so they can do whatever they want to do theoretically. Yeah. And, and nobody knows if it's real or not real. It's mind bending. You know, I mean, That's all I know. Like, like, like you could probably you could probably tell fifty percent of the population that today is not Sunday or mm-hmm. today is not. And they Monday. would believe it. It's now Tuesday. And they would and people believe be like, it. Oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah. 
You know, and you're like, no. That's what they count on, though. Right, you know? right. Get back to the story about your... Um, <sighs> Uh, the 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 alien you said well, about the basement. Well, I, I, I uh, to this day it's still in the back of my mind, and and I accidentally uh, at the time I I uh, my my family they some of them were hunters, most of us were were anglers. We fished more than hunted, but uh, I had a nice uh, Beretta twenty two when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Used it for like target practice and stuff. Um, and and that night I actually accidentally discharged the weapon in the basement. Thank God it was a twenty-two. Well, because you thought you saw something. I, I thought it, this uh, when I looked onto my left, uh, and I wasn't watching the movie at at the time. I forgot what I was watching, but it it, it it was probably, you know what? I think I rented that one, and I don't even know if you can find it anymore. Uh, it was an account. I think it was like in ninety-one or ninety-two, where NASA was 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 filming from the space station the ISS, they were filming the curvature of the earth. Okay. And they were showing how the, the, uh, stars or whatever were kind of coming over or, or, or I think it okay. might've been the, the, uh, the sun coming over the horizon of the earth. And in this video, it shows like four or five craft coming f- from the, from the, from the back, from from the anti rotate, like the, the 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 Earth rotates supposedly in one direction. Not that I'm a flat earther, but some of this, I, I don't, dude. It, it's it's even more bizarre to believe that we're just this floating ball in the middle of nothing than if we're a flat surface that was created by a supreme being, in my opinion. But anyway, you see these lights coming over the side of from the from the the other side of the planet, coming into view, going along the horizon. And then you see these flashes on the screen and these, these, it looks like these, these projectiles come from the surface of the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the path of these crafts and these crafts take like, it's not even 90 degrees. It's like 120 degree turns. And based on the estimates of the, of, of the speed, the size, the distance and all that stuff from the ISSS, these crafts were probably a mile wide. And they were traveling at like 80,000 miles an hour. And then this thing made a 120 degree turn, didn't lose any speed. And it avoided this, this projectile from the surface. And there's two different projectiles. And if you watch the video enough, there's more than these three crafts or these four crafts. There's other ones that this other thing would. So it basically made an account that we are shooting shit. Pardon me. We are shooting something. Okay, from the surface of the earth into space and whether whether we were testing our own stuff, you know, but it, Wait, was this back when you had your yeah, encounter? Yeah, I was watching this on TV. Okay, well, I mean, no, I know me that's when I saw I saw the 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 almond shaped eye and kind of like the crown of the skull and I popped back and that's when I, I had the the pistol on the on the coffee table and when i picked it up that that i accidentally <laughs> fired the trigger and it went into the it went into the bar and downstairs in the basement <laughs> so you saw the almond shaped eye when you were awake yo god yeah i, I was watching tv and, and when i saw this thing what i went the what the, and, and, and then and then and then it wasn't there because i went to get up and, and of course as soon as you take your eye off of something it immediately disappears of course yeah. and then you know and now i'm like freaked out because i put a hole in the in the side of the oh <laughs> so God. then I, I i made my way cautiously over to the door wow. turned on the lights looked over through anything and then now i'm looking on the back end of the oh, no. of the basement that wasn't finished to uh-huh. where that 
where my dream of the portal is. And you just get that shiver, like, what is there? So then I just shut the door, turned the lights off, and I went upstairs. What about the candle thing you were telling me about? About the, Was that the, in the dream, the candle? No, that was over? real. Um, it, it's, it's, it's almost, uh, it's not witchcraft. It, it's kind of like a, where you, you, if you put a candle in a room, and obviously you don't want fans or anything on, mm -hmm. uh, you, can, you can read the candle. Like, uh, if uh, the candle, the, the flame will bend. Right. Or it'll flicker. They do um, that with paranormal be, research. Yes, yeah, right. And and I, I was telling you that that uh, uh, I was I was you know at times doing stuff where I was just staring into blackness mm -hmm. and trying to figure out like why do your eyes start making that kaleidoscope stuff? Yeah, it does. You know, and I don't know if it's, if it's searching for light, but you can start making out figures. Yeah, and then you start feeling like things are sitting with you, and then things are touching you. It's supposed to be witchcraft. Y yeah, it, it's really bizarre. Right. So I started doing this candle stuff where, and, and it was just a regular white candle. Mm. You know, it, it was secure. You know, it, it was on the dresser. There's no wind. There's no fan. And this was in the basement. This too. is in the basement, in, oh, in, in the bedroom, in the back. So room. Label it the basement. Yeah, the ba <laughs> basement okay. chronicles. Right. And uh, uh, and this the the candle was was almost a perfect candle, and then I started having these thoughts and images of of not really summoning something, but of almost asking like, is there or is there anything with me now? Because mm -hmm. I, I have these feelings. And this candle, I'm not, I'm, it, it, it damn near went 90 degrees. Like it, it, it was it like, like it, it, wasn't, it wasn't doing it, that before. No, it oh was, it God. was just a ray. And then all of a sudden it was like, we went to the left, yeah. to my left. And it was like, it, it was like, you know, 70 degrees from, from, from vertical or whatever. Right. And it was, and it was burning the same way. And it did that for probably a good, like 20 seconds, 25 seconds. And then it slowly went back to center. And I just like, That's okay, so wild. turned on the lights, blew out the candle. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so. what about the, um, you had a couple stories in, in Brooklyn or the Bronx. I know there was one you had told me about once where you were little and something had come into the apartment. Well, it was an apartment building that you said people would get divorced in a lot. Yeah. And uh, 19, it was, it was house 19 on 198th street in the South Bronx. I was born in the Bronx. And then when I was about seven, we moved to Brooklyn. Right. And, and, uh, um, in this house, uh, we lived on the second floor mm -hmm. and, um, and, and these houses and the apartments were nice places. I mean, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was a decent size. I mean, my mom, uh, my brother and I, we lived there at the time. Uh, Kevin didn't exist at the moment. And, uh, the apartment upstairs, there were, I think we lived in that place for like 11 years or 12 years or something. That long. Yeah. We, wow, that's yeah. a long time. Well, I, I mean, I was, I was born there, and we left. I think I was six. Yeah, I wasn't seven yet because I think I started third. I, I, I was my my mom put me in school early mm -hmm. to get me out of the house because I was a little problematic. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. He used to lock his babysitters out of the building. Well, when his mom yo, said that they weren't allowed to leave, so exactly. they go outside to get on a phone call, Bomb. and he would lock them outside and just sit in their lap. Yeah, and then I would go to the call his mom because we had a balcony. We, no, we, well, no, we never called anybody. Oh, we, did you just wait for her not, to get no, home? No. Well, I waited for my brother to get home. Mm. But there was a balcony there, and they'd be yelling at the balcony, and sometimes the boyfriend would be like, oh, I'm going to climb up there. And I'd be like, well, try it. I'll just lock.
locked the he gate. He was such a brat. I just locked the gate to the He hasn't anybody. changed much either <laughs> over all these years. He that torments was, me. That was awesome. Now his psychological torture is directed towards his wife. Well, no, I, you know, you now use it on me. <laughs> okay, so tell me so, about the story about well, the Bronx. Well, no, uh, supposedly what happened, and, and, and my mother... Um, this is this is when my my mother like I, I was I was just a baby mm-hmm. and that's another story too where I was a baby and, well, and this, 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 one first. this crazy dog got into the house and this dog was like like and back then man we had like like urban wolves like Dobermans and stuff like it was nuts like living in New York City you at told the time me about that, yeah. and and I was a just a little baby and this dog uh, was being chased because like down like like a block away was this huge uh, junkyard. Yeah. And they had like these vicious dogs in this thing. And I guess one of these dogs got out. Oh my God. And it, it, it came barreling down the street. Okay. Got into like, your house. Got ran right into our house, went up the steps, went into our, our apartment. Somehow the door was open, which almost it never was, went into my room and was sitting at my, I told you your part. And, and then everybody, and then, uh, uh, my dad and, and Ellie, uh, tried to, his, his best friend, Whenever they tried to get him come into the room, the dog would go freaking bananas. But he loved you. He was calm and with the you. Dog, and, 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 and they were freaking out because I kept putting my hand through my crib. You were touching to, to the like dog. trying to reach out to the dog, and they thought the dog was just going to rip my arm off. So they finally just like they just finally like 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 just like pig piled the dog, oh my God. and the dog was 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 for, was just vicious, and that was that was a story I always heard. Well, and now let's get into but but, what... but but like this this there was a foyer when you walked into like the apartment. Yeah, into, there was like this main area where, like where you put your umbrellas and your jackets and stuff, and it was it was a pretty it was almost the size of like this little nook we got that we're sitting at right now. Yeah, you know, like maybe like 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 ten by ten. And there was a ceiling and it had this nice, like kind of like chandelier thing, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a nice ceiling light. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever wrong with this part of the house. Well, I guess the apartment upstairs, which was equally as nice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for as nice as it could be in the South Bronx, you know, you know, but, um, uh, I guess like three newlyweds had gotten married, moved into the upstairs apartment. And then within a year they were, they were done with each other. Yeah. Like three different groups of people. And I remember, I remember the last group of people, it was interesting. They were newlyweds, like let's say group number four, mm-hmm. couple four, and they were happy as pigs in poo because, at, because what happened was this foyer area, the whole ceiling collapsed, caved in. Oh my God. If, if there was anybody in the foyer, they would have gotten pretty messed up. Right. You know, if, if you were a young child, you probably would have gotten killed. Mm-hmm. But my mom said that when that happened, that's when she started seeing like, 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 a, like a, like a, like a shadow person in the hallway. And, right. and we had this long hallway in this apartment. It was long. I mean, I used to ride. So everything was okay till then. Yeah. Everything was okay with my parents until but then. people kept getting divorced above. Yeah. Until so, this happened. so this thing fell in and my mom always said that, that like, like if you, if you walked up the steps to our door, there were steps off to your right going to the third apartment's door. She okay. said that whenever she went into our our apartment, she could feel something on the steps staring at her. Wow! That she could feel it. So she, so, so she to this day, she would say um, that when that caved in, that's when the entity wanted wanted more space. Okay. And then and then and then I can tell you stuff about seeing shadow people and stuff in that apartment. Um, I remember I had this weird 
this weird experience where on a black and white TV, I was watching like Mr. Rogers. And or, how old were you at the time? Um, oh, oh, when it caved in, I wasn't even one years old when it caved okay. in. But and then, you lived there how long after uh, that? Until uh, I think I think until I was about six, seven years okay. of age. Because so then... I, I started I started third grade in Brooklyn uh, with Miss Corbett, who was an absolute. Oof. Okay. Well... Um. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think. And, and, and like I said, I was a year early. I was a year younger than everybody in my class. So I had to be, yeah, I was five. seven. Okay, seven. Because yeah, I, I think I was I was five in first grade. I was six in second grade. And I was seven in, because I graduated high school, I was 17. Okay, so when this I was thing, just 17. When this came in, then you were about a year old. And then after that, you were about six when the first encounter happened? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, um, I remember I had this. I had this dream. I still remember it. I think it was a dream where they were they were tearing the wallpaper down in the main room in the main living room of that Bronx apartment. And behind the wallpaper, there was this like there was this like green blocked lettering, and it, 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 it was almost like you know uh, um, like I was here. Or something. It was, mm-hmm. it was some like ominous statement, and I mean, if I did some like and this was a dream when you were a kid. You yeah, had. And, okay. and 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 I remember, and 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 on that same wall now was painted, mm-hmm. and there and my mom had these these old uh, like sabers that were crossed. They were really cool, okay. and she had them forever. I never knew what happened to them, but they were really neat. And I remember me telling the story, and my mom looking at me, going, "There's no way you could have remembered that you weren't even born." What? Yeah, like like we we took the wallpaper out of this house when we first moved in, and my older brother was like three. Wow! So I wasn't even a twinkle in anyone's eye when they did this, because I think they lived there for like. Well, what 11. did she say? Then? She no, she said yeah, there was, and 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 to this day, I, I would have to really, really, really think hard on what the phrase was, but I I, I can see it in my head that it, it's like it's like four words. And it was in green blocked letters, almost like. And it was someone, actually on the wall, and they took it down. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was. It was. Oh it was God. behind. Like when they took when they took the wallpaper. the wallpaper down, it was behind the wallpaper on the wall, and then that got sanded oh and they repainted. Oh my God, Matt! But 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 she always said how bizarre it was because it was almost like some dude was like in a cell. Yeah. You know, like 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 the the metallic song. Maybe an entity did it. You know, and and it looked pretty uh, like like you know I was here yeah, or or weird. or don't stay here or yeah, something like something. that. Like don't stay here. Almost was, like maybe a bum was in yeah. there or something and did it. Or I just got chills because you want me to tell you about the banshee. Wait, first tell me the finish the rest of the. There was something you had told me about this apartment that that you saw when you were in your crib. No, or something, no, no, or maybe you were banshee. in your bed. Is that the banshee? Yeah, that's the main story. That okay, then yeah, then go to that then. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I didn't know you called it a banshee. Oh my god, because that. that's the only thing I think of of it. Because and I want to let me let me inter intervene here. Um, when I met Matt, he was he's gorgeous in my opinion, oh, but he has this. His eyes almost look reptilian to me. Oh, his mate, his mother's last name had Roth in it, like like Rothschild. But it wasn't Rothschild, it was another name. And I'm from the Bush lineage, so it's kind of weird. Like, our parents were actually best friends, like our grandparents. And Matt actually grew up in New York, and I grew up in Pennsylvania. And 
somehow we met at a bar, almost like, and we were so drawn to at each other. At a bar other. called the Kidley Wing. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to give names. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, it's not, it's not there anymore, so it's yeah, okay. It's just a great name. But so, but I was bartending, and he walked <laughs> in, and we were, I was so shocked that he was, you know, well, I mean, it doesn't matter if I say the last name, but he was Rothfuss. It was his mom's last name, right. and um, we... It was just weird because I grew up with his parents always talk, my parents always talking about, you know, his grandparents. He, they both were wealthy, the wealthy elites in a sense. And um, his mother just, she got rebellious and went off to New York and she, she was a nurse and that type of stuff. But she just kind of wanted to, I don't know, just kind of just be free. Yeah, real smart. Be yeah. free your race She's an in extremely intelligent woman, but yeah, she went to the Bronx and yeah. that's where she fulfilled her, her she rebellion. Left. But so, so Matt would go to Bonaire every summer and then go to the Bronx and he lived a really crazy kind of life. And I had the same thing. I had a poor side of my family and a rich side. So we both kind of saw both sides growing up. And, uh, but he always had, when I met him, he had like these, these eyes that looked, they look like reptiles, kind of like his eyes look like, like reptilian. Like it, it's, I can't explain it. It's the color of them. And I've always made note of it, but I didn't really tell him that because I didn't want to offend him. And so during the course of us being together, he's done things like he makes things break, like he breaks electronics when he's mad and he does this stuff. He's got like these abilities and, you know, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Some of the stuff and we've both had so many encounters and, you know, I don't know if there's a, if there's a bloodline there, if there's something going on with, because of where we, you know, our bloodlines, um, you know, if we're, if now, and I believe, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a bloodline of demons or whatever, if you choose God, you still choose God, you know, like we, we both love God and, you know, we, we don't, we won't even get into all that stuff, but it, it just, it was always strange to me that he, you know, had these abilities and, and just his eyes and everything. And then the last name, and then he was talking about the dog coming in and sitting at his, his crib. It was like the that, omen. That it, it just kind of <laughs> no, struck was... me. I was like, boy, this is really weird, you know? So, cause we both, ever since we've been children have had just incredible amounts of encounters and experiences and just, just wacky things that, and it continues to this day. I just had one the other day, which I'll tell you about um, after he's done with his story, but go, go into the Banshee, go into tell me what you well, want to say about it, that. It's the same apartment in, mm -hmm. in the Bronx. Uh, this is probably, a, uh, I'm probably like maybe four or five. Mm -hmm. And I used to have horrendous pains in my shins. I mean, I remember I, I had Bengay on me all the time when I was a kid, especially mm -hmm. when like there was lightning storms. Like I was almost like a, like, like Benjamin Button. Right. Like I had that old man's thing. Like if it got too moist outside yeah. or like the rain was coming, like I know it's going to rain. Yeah. My, my aunt's a God from my knees to my ankles. It, it would feel like somebody beat the crap out of my shins. It, oh my it, it was it was awful. And what my mom used to do, it that's how I started getting into poetry in a sense, because like the skeleton and armor, my Longfellow, and so she would start reading me poetry. Oh and wow! Is rubbing, that how? And rubbing Bengay. He writes my, great poetry. No, but, but she was like, rubbing, which I'll read someone here sometime. No, she was no. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I'm not ready for all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, but um, no, she would rub Bengay on my on my. Uh, 
she would rub Bengay on my shins and Vicks on my chest. Yeah, I mean, that was a mess. We all got Vicks up as yeah. kids. Yeah, man. Do you know? Did Did you ever eat it? No, uh, no. But they told us we could. They, they yeah. told us we then could. She would give me like a little teaspoon yeah. of Vicks to eat. No, they'd stick them up at our nose. Yeah, and stuff. up my nose. They'd yeah. put it on your heels yeah. and then put socks on you. Yeah. I don't think these people really knew what the rock they were doing. I had man. no idea. Probably. They had no idea. Just put them in the oven. <laughs> Maybe he's cold. You know, it's like what the... just burn it off yeah. of him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, oh. God. Uh, it was storming out like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. um, lots of times when that happened to me, my mom to make it cooler would would allow me to like sleep in the living room on the mm -hmm. pullout couch. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, the pullout couch was a death trap. I don't know how many times I almost lost fingers and toes in that damn thing. <laughs> but we would be in the, I would be on the couch, and I was able to watch TV. Mm -hmm. And like you'd watch the, like Vincent Price stuff. And, oh, Vincent you know, Price was the yeah, best. Like, you would watch all the, you know, and and plus, and, well, I used to love doing it too. Was like Saturday morning, like you had the cartoons and it yeah. come through theater afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, it's storming like a mofo out. Okay, and and if you understand, growing up in the Bronx, you had bars on your windows. You mm -hmm. had you had like the H on both section of your windows, and we had like this little balcony that mm -hmm. maybe two adults could basically stand at outside. Mm -hmm. um, but for kids, you could have like three or four kids up in there. It was great. Right. And my older brother and I, we'd be out there, and, and he had like different toys where you could make your own radio yeah or make your own cb and yeah do it, or, or do solar panel stuff yeah and so this balcony was was you know usually uh and and, and the balcony had uh uh two doors that would that would come together mm -hmm. and then it had a gate like you would see at a shop like downtown to protect the glass right. and that gate was inside of the house okay so that nobody could break in just like what I was saying about the foyer, our door to our apartment had a bar that came from the floor yeah. to the door. Okay. It's like a deadbolt bar. So you couldn't break into the house. Okay. So everything always got locked down. Everything is always, you know, squared away before you went to bed because you're living in the South Bronx. Right. Okay. Escape from New York, Snake Plitzkin. It was no joke. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's storming outside crazy. We got the lights down. We're watching TV. Okay, and the TV, like your back, once again, my back is to this, is is to this grating for the, mm -hmm. and it's storming outside, almost like, you know, the twilight zone with like, there's something out the window, you know, mm -hmm. something on the wing of the mm -hmm. plane. It's storming and the lights, boom, you know, the, the lightning is, is hitting and lightning, lighting up the outside part of, uh, of the whatever's. Right. This is, we're eating food and um, I was told... I was told to take the dishes in, okay, to, and the thing is, is that this hallway, I would always run down the hallway because the hallway was huge. Okay. And you're a little kid, you get scared, man. So I'm sitting there and stuff's flashing. And I remember that my mom said, when you're done eating, take your dishes into the kitchen. Okay. So I get up and I get my plate and it flashes. I look over at the, at the balcony and there is a note to this day. It looked like Bob Marley or whatever from, was it Bob Marley? The dude from uh, the, the Christmas story where he's gray. Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley. It's Jacob Marley. Mar Bob Marley's a singer. It's Mar okay, right. Yeah, Jacob Marley. It's, one from, of it's from Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge. Yeah. You know how, uh, uh, like he's gray. Yeah. And he's got chains around him. Yeah. And he looked, and he looks all like, 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 like a zombie. Yeah. yeah well, this does. thing didn't look like a zombie. But it almost, it, it was, it was, a, like, it looked like this tortured thing with this really was it, big was mouth. Was it human looking? But here's the thing, is that its hand 
which was like it had long fingers and like mm -hmm. really long nails. What I remember more of anything was that his hand, its hand, was through the glass and on the grate inside the house. Oh my God. Its hand was inside the house. Yeah. And I remember I just dropped the plate and ran down the hall. You gotta be kidding me. Not, not kidding you. That, that, now was it the, human looking? It, it, or was it, it more gargoyle no, it, it, or creature? It, 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 okay, have you seen have you seen the remake with Lithgow of the Twilight Zone where the Banshee is on the friggin' wing of the plane and it does that thing with the finger like uh, uh, uh. I don't think I have and it has like dreadlocks and stuff. No. And it has that face. Like this thing had this weird like there's something about that mouth being really. It wasn't big. a mothman, was it? No, you said it was no, gray. no. But with the storm and everything, like like under British type. Of yeah, thing. like like, dude, like like I don't know what it was, but it it, it was there. You should draw it. Oh my god, you should, he's I, a I great see, he's to, a great artist. To to, to this day, I remember like 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 the, the 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 way it was looking and the and the mouth. Okay, that was kind of like drooped to like one side. Yeah, and its hand through the glass. Oh my! Th th gosh. Those are the two things I remember, and I just I booked my ass. You down. should draw it for and then, me. I mean, I got in trouble for breaking the, the plate and stuff. Did like you that. tell your mom? Oh my god, it? yeah! And and, and th she came in like you know what's like with a broom. Yeah, like, I, you know yeah. what the hell? My older brother's making fun of me because he always said I was I was Kane because I had the mark of Kane because <laughs> I have like different colored eyelashes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he always called me Kane like that was some kind of little demon boy. Well, he's got like a his eyebrow the one part of it it's like more blonder. Just that, you know, it's nothing major. I mean, well, yeah, but my whole beard yeah, is red. Yeah, he's got different. He's like he's almost like calico in yeah, a way. Yeah, calico. Yeah. Yeah, you've got. He's just got different streaks of. Yeah. I mean, I mean, blend. It looks good. You don't. It never took away from your looks in any well, way. No, but it does. Usually, look, it would with people. It's right. it's funny with you, but he was always so good looking that it just never it never well, did anything. Well, to my him. mom always joked as I was radiated. Yeah. You probably were because the autoplay machine or whatever was broken. So and but yeah, you should. Why don't you draw it? Try oh, to draw it for it, me. It's it's bizarre, but but heck, um, I could use it as a as a a screen a, one of the you know oh, what's it called you know a like screen a, a screensaver or something. Yeah. <laughs> not a screensaver. But no, I don't my... want. It. I don't want to see that every day. <laughs> oh my lord! So I had I had a couple experiences uh, just yesterday or two days ago. This is really quick. I'm just going to tell you this, and then we're going to end it tonight because this we're already at 50 minutes here. Um, but I'm oh definitely going to have you back on. He's off all week, so imagine I'm going to be bugging him all week. Um, we'll be back here same time, same place tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding. but I'm kidding, but I'm kidding, not kidding. Um, but I, um, I was in the tub the other night, and I, I messaged Matt. He was at work. And or at least I thought you were at work and I was in the tub and Tristan, our son was down here sleeping downstairs, sound asleep. I'm up in the tub. So everything's quiet. And all of a sudden I just, I hear this crash. You told me. It sounded like yeah, was somebody out. was dragging a chair across the kitchen and then it just, something just crashed. Oh, I thought, I thought it happened outside of the home. No, no, it was, it sounded like it was I in. Because I told oh, you no. someone probably just tore down a telephone pole. No, that's why I couldn't understand why you were saying that. Because yeah. I was like, I didn't no, know it was inside the house. It was inside the house. Because I told you, don't even go outside. Just stay no, in. it sounded like it was <laughs> oh. in the kitchen. Oh, I didn't know that. And everything in our house like happens in the kitchen or in the area. Well, not everything. There's some stuff upstairs too we've had to Did deal with. Did you find with. any damage? Nothing. We. Uh, I actually woke Tristan up. I thought Tristan was awake, right? Oh, I'm, I'm in the tub just laying there silent. He's silent because he's sleeping. I'm just sitting there. I just, I froze. And I was like, 
what the heck was that? And then I was, I started yelling for Tristan thinking, you know, I better make sure he's okay. And then I hear this groggy, what? And I'm like, are you sleeping? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I was. And I'm like, what in God's name just happened downstairs? So, So Tristan didn't hear it. Not at all. He was sound asleep. This literally sounded like somebody drug a chair across the floor in the kitchen and then something just crashed. All right. We come, there's nothing. We looked all over the yard. We got flashlights and looked in the yard. Did you? We were like, what in God's name was this? That's always a weird thing when they say that. Like, you if know? you hear a knock on the door, you shouldn't No, you it shouldn't. But this was, I was worried about they're Cody. actually trying to get you to open the door. Right. right. But I thought maybe Cody oh, came Cody. up. <laughs> so, I, you know, because our son sometimes, <laughs> yeah. if they're partying or doing yeah, stuff, they'll got, just show up, you know? Yeah, so I thought, well, what if he's out in the yard laying in the yard or something? <laughs> like, right. what's happening here? But this was so loud in the same same night before I went up to take my bath, I was sit, I was standing in the kitchen over by the um, island and I turned around. And as soon as I turned around, I saw a full body apparition that was sparkly and glowy. What? It was, it, but it, it didn't strike me as something bad. Right. It was almost like an angel. Right. It was like, it had this like angelic whiteness to it. And, and it had like this, this like, like, um, it just, it shimmered. And it was really like pretty, but it was like a full, like it was a person. So the same night. It, it's the same night. It was, it was, I, had, it was before I got my bath. I went up cause I always take a bath and I take a shower. I kind of just soak and I just like relax and I get up and I take a shower and you know, everything's good. But I was just like laying in, but this was like right before my bath. I, I was down here doing stuff in the kitchen, turn around real quick. And there's this whole, and it was like, it was like apparating right in front of my eyes. Okay. But it kind of hung for a few. Wait, like, did it you know, like poofed? No, it, yeah, it was like you know how sometimes when you think you see something, but it's so quick that you're not. You know, you saw it, but you're oh, just you try to convince. Your you, right. Yeah. This was longer than that. It was. It was a longer. Like I saw it, and then it was like glimmering away. And I was like, this was like taller than I was. Oh, that's and I could almost make out the head. Like it was right. crazy. I right. was like. Whoa. And I just looked at it. I stood there and I said, I saw you. I said, I said it to it. Really? I said, I literally just saw you. I said, who are you? And there was nothing. I, and I said, again, I was like, who are you? Tell me your name. And there was nothing. I didn't get it. The only thing I heard in my mind, this is going to blow your mind Uh was grace. Oh, come on now. I swear to God, that's what I heard. And I never would have thought that in a million years. Oh, come on. And I heard, I heard my mind, what popped into my mind was grace. Okay, well. And then I, and then I went to get the bath and then that's when I heard the crash. Go ahead. Okay. To give some clarification on, on the name grace, um, it's actually the name grace. It's not like, you know, but it has, it does deal with grace as far Mm -hmm. as grace from the Lord. Um. Uh, my my mother passed uh, February twenty eighth of this year. Of this year, um, yeah. she was uh, going to be seventy five, and um, pardon me, she was seventy five. She was going to be seventy six, and uh, uh, yeah, and and the last few years of her life have been um, have been a struggle because she uh, had some uh, severe dementia, uh, Alzheimer's, and she lived such a, 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 a an educational just adventurous life it was just an absolute shame and uh uh, my brothers and i have over the years become a little estranged so there was there's some Mm -hmm. ill stuff that has happened you know anyway 
My mother uh, was born in 1944 in an incubator. She was a preemie at that time. And usually at that time, uh, I forgot, it's a high percentage of those child, those children did not live, they died. So on her birth certificate, she was never given a middle name. Um, so uh, fast forward about 70 years, uh, I think it was her 69th or 70th birthday, I wrote her a poem um, that had to do with grace and what she meant to me. And I gave her the middle name Grace mm -hmm. uh, because she never had a middle name in her life. Right. Um, so for 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 Tracy to this to is hear, just that's, wild, that's Matt. Just it was, nuts. I, and you know it's so weird because I was thinking about that's just nuts. I was gonna tell the story tonight, and I just remembered the name that came into my head, and I'm sitting here because like, I didn't even think about telling you that part. That's, that's bananas. And and right the night that uh, she died, oh. I had cupboards that opened on me yeah, two that. or three times, which was really crazy. So I don't, it was really weird. So I have a feeling, um, I don't know, but if there's anything telepathic going on there, that's who was here last night or two nights ago. Huh? So I think your mom is hanging around possibly, or it could have been something else, but that's what I got. Well, she was trying so. to get one of them snicker bars. Out yeah, of the, uh, probably. <laughs> well, we got to wrap this up. It's, we run out of time. It, it only gives us about, um, we, we only have like a 60 minute thing here to, to do. That's what we're allotted. So, um, I will definitely have, we'll be doing more recordings this week. Do you have to do a shout out to anybody? Nope. No shout outs. Just to, just to grace. All right. And, uh, so hopefully you enjoyed the show and we will be back. Matt's got tons of stories and I want him, I want you guys to be able to hear every one of them from his mouth, not just from me telling and he's got a lot of stuff I'm sure that I don't even know about yet I mean probably I know most of them but I mean some of the stuff I you know you either forget over the years we've been together for 24 years know, so that's a long time piece the pieces back together. yeah he's had me shackled for 24 years so it's been a long haul <laughs> yeah, I think it's the other you. way around <laughs> no but, so, uh, but, yeah. but I like to say uh, Godspeed to everyone and the only thing that you have absolute control over is your attitude and yeah. how you approach any situation right so uh, always put your best foot forward and leave every room better than when you entered it. Yep. That is definitely the truth. You guys have a great night. I will be talking to you soon. God bless you all. Take care.